Okay, so I'm polyamorous, mm. which means that I have multiple partners. Okay. Um, I currently only have one. I have a fiance. Okay. We've been together for four years. She was actually with me through all of this. Mm. Um, we have a very interesting relationship. We don't really see each other very often. Really? Yeah, because it's just kind of like what happens. We're both living our own lives and struggling with sobriety and sometimes aren't the best for each other. But we love each other very much. Do you live in the same city, no. state? No, she lives an hour south of Atlanta right now. Okay. She also moves around a lot, kind of like myself. Okay. Um, but for story purposes, I, before I met her, was in a relationship with these two people and I was originally attracted to the female, the girl in this relationship, and they were engaged. I was actually at their wedding as their girlfriend. Hmm. Um, what, and this was when I was 17, and they were 24 okay. and 25. Were you, were you like, did you feel like a third wheel or something like that? Or? Um, yes, uh, at certain times I did, because actually like, the whole situation broke down really badly and ended in them like leaving each other um, and parting ways. And then they were they were severe severe alcoholics. So this is kind of when my alcoholism really like picked up. So I'd already been drinking, but like started drinking really really heavily with them when I was living with them. And they were like really not healthy for each other. So I was living with them after they invited me to come stay with them because I was having problems living with my father, as I always do. And they started getting into like arguments and not getting along like very shortly after their marriage. And um, me and I really got along and like were low-key fucking behind her back and just like really connected. And I later find I later find out that he does this with a lot of girls and just like will get bored of them and go start playing with something else and leave them. It's horrible. But so like you're a plaything, that's it? Yeah, that's kind of like I don't think he's con he consciously does it, but that's really the way that he like treats women. And I've done this thing where I've stopped listening to what people say and more look at what they do. Because I've found that people lie. Yeah. They will say anything they want to get you to think what they want you to think. So they started having problems and me getting really close. And honestly, it was like very heavily rooted in trauma bonding. I was thinking codependency, but go ahead. Codependency, trauma bonding, mm -hmm. same thing. One doesn't normally come without the other. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So we started kind of like freaking out on me saying she wanted me gone like you need to leave and I was like I don't have anywhere to go y'all are the ones that invited me to live here and I didn't want to I didn't want to leave home it's like I don't know it was a super selfish thing to do I should have left and given them the, their space to figure out what they wanted to do um, so there was actually like a point in time where we got into a physical altercation. I woke up on the couch with her, sleeping in the bed by herself. And she like 
like pushed me a little bit and like hit me over the head. I was screaming like, you fucking homewrecker, get out of my house, like please leave. Um, obviously in a fit of drunk rage because we were all severe alcoholics. And I didn't. I did not do that. I was so conflicted at this point in time. I was like, I know that I should go, but I can't. I felt like I was just like, had nowhere else to go. I mean, um, you were kind of like, kind of dragged into a situation where, um, I don't know, because in that situation, it feels like um, you were being taken advantage of the whole time. Not slightly. And I found out later that she had known that she didn't want to be with him anymore for a long time and kind of used me as a scapegoat to get out. She told me this herself hmm. um, years after the situation happened. Actually, when he left me for another girl, she told me this. Oh my God, this reminds me of the situation. She I was left. the first one to come to me when he left me for my best friend two years later. Um, so yeah, we ended up getting into a physical altercation and she ended up leaving that night okay. to go to a rehab. Uh, like a detox center to detox off of alcohol and she was going to get sober. Mm -hmm. um, now, mind you, all of this happens the day after the annulment date. Mm. <laughs> a day after the... They're still married to this day, technically. Wow. And he's still with my ex-best friend. Wow. Um, so that was the beginning of that. I ended up staying with this guy for... Two years. We were together for two years in total. Lived together from the moment like that we met, basically. Um, a lot of drug use, a lot of alcohol involved in all of this. Um, we were homeless together in that car, living outside of that Chipotle. Wow. Um, he wrecked my car while I was in Iceland and like chopped off somebody's ear. Um, causing me to have to fly back from Iceland to get him out of jail after I called a safety check on them because he texted me making the situation sound like a lot worse than it was and then like sounding suicidal and then I got no like, contact back so I was like super nervous that there were going to be two dead people mm. in my house when I got back from Iceland, my dad's house mind you. Okay. And so I like called a safety check and they arrest him after the accident already taken place like an hour, six hours after for a DUI. I'm like, okay, well, that's not okay. Yeah, so this was like two years of just like some crazy, crazy things. Like we stayed, we lived in an extended stay together for seven months, which is where I found my cats. Two years with this guy. Flashback to like, Right before I got involved, I was spending time in a psychiatric institution and met this girl who we became really good friends. She was super religious, super Christian due to her parents. And um, I like helped her realize that she liked girls. I've been identifying as bisexual since seventh grade. So I'm pretty, solid in that and um, and we start entertaining this idea of possibly adding her back into this relationship because she was technically my ex-girlfriend right um, and we still very much had feelings for each other our energy is kind of like 
I'm pretty sure she's my twin flame, if you know anything about that. We called it a Triforce. A Triforce? We called our relationship a Triforce. Sounds like a, a superhero team or something, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another, another little tidbit of information about them. Both of them are autistic. Mm. So they obviously connect really hard on that aspect. And it's really funny because at the beginning of this, she was super hesitant because she's, she didn't think she was polyamorous and didn't want to like be a third wheel. And I really wanted to make her feel secure and like, okay, in that and help her understand that like, I have enough love to give to the both of y'all. Um, but at the time we are living in an RV with three cats, which is, that's already tied on space. And she was in a, an abusive relationship with the boy that she was with, or so she says. I still cannot fully trust any anything that they've told me because of how much they ended up lying and stealing and manipulating me. But, so she says she was in a manipulative relationship with this, this guy. So I, I moved her in with my best friend because he had an open room, her and her dog. And she was drinking really, really heavily at the time and on heroin. She was, she's a heroin addict. And I had just been getting to the point with where his drinking was like slowing down a little bit and he was like listening to me about not wanting him to drink anymore because it was causing me to drink a lot and I didn't want for that for myself. Um, and it was, it was a source of conflict for a long time. Um, and we were just now getting to a point where we were good. And she comes in drinking a lot and totally throws that off. Um, ends up forcing and manipulating her way into living with us in this RV with this dog. Granted, it was a big RV. Like, we had a 1985 Fleetwood Pacero that I actually fully bought with my own money and he manipulated me into putting his name on the title as well. Um, yeah, so she talked her way, manipulated her way um, into living with us. And it was a month of her staying in that RV with us with a dog with three cats and three people. Um, I, I was done. I was like, I didn't bring you into this relationship for you to live with us. That was never talked about and I've made it very clear since the beginning that that was not part of the deal. Right. 